With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Moto Racing Weekly, and this now the week after the 50th anniversary of one uh, Unadilla Motocross. The big news coming out of there, we'll talk about it in a moment with Tony Wink in studio. Special guest sitting next to you, Tony. Do the intro, if you will. Yeah, one of my homeboys from Winterset, who uh, now lives in northwest Arkansas, or sort of. He's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> kind of living in my camper at the Iowa State Fair, but uh, Jesse Guest, who's uh, one of my most solid buddies, he is here in town, I, and I don't really know what he's doing or what he does. Uh, he's a, he's the most one of my most evasive. Scott, you're one of my st- strangest friends, right? And I love you because of the whole finger painting. <laughs> See what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. I have no idea what he's talking about. But Jesse's one of my most evasive friends. He just disappears all yeah. the time, and then he reappears, and it's like. One time it was like uh, 12 years, and then we're best friends again. Sounds, <laughs> like, sounds like a sentence to me. He would. Be he like, might have been in some sort of incarceration. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, he was overseas fighting or something, yeah. but yeah, whatever. All right, before we so. get to the results from Unadella, let's go to PJ is in the studio. PJ, welcome back, and uh, what do you have for um, hot points and hot news from, uh, from the world of motorcycle racing? Well, first up to the Red Bull ring. Went down in Austria this weekend with a fight all the way to the finish line. Andrea Dovizioso, the factory Ducati rider, coming out on top of Repsol Honda's Mark Marquez. They were followed closely by Fabio Quartararo, I believe I got his name right. And, of course, our American Road Racing Series, uh, Moto America, headed back to Sonoma. They got back in action after their summer break. Race one of the Superbikes saw Garrett Gerloff heading uh, Tony Elias, and Matthew Skoltz finished out the podium. Race two saw Cam Bobier back on top with Gerloff coming in a solid second place, and Josh Heron taking third. Uh, Elias still has a pretty good lead going. I think he's right around 36 points, so he's not hitting the panic button yet, but he did crash out of race two, so uh, there's a little bit of uh, advantage that was gained by some other guys. And we'll talk about the rest of it. How about in our uh, open segment in hour two? So three rounds to go, which would be six races, right? Because they're they're both they're all doubles. Double so you got Pittsburgh, uh, Jersey, and Barber. Barber, yeah. So the points gap is like some 30, 36, I want to thirty four. I think it is. Right yeah, something like that. Yeah, it is possible. So uh, yeah, not a panic situation for Tony, but. But he, he didn't do did himself any favors he this did, week. He did not. He had 59-ish points coming into their weekend, and now he's leaving with 30, mid-30s. So, yeah, they got a little bit back on him, and he definitely can't afford another crash zero DNF deal. Thank you, PJ. Unadillo, the results there, 250 and 450. Tony, take it away. Well, I got to say hats off and high five to our boy Kenny Roxon, who did a 1-1. He's back. And, uh, man, I got to tell you, he finessed that, that track. You know, Unadilla is such a unique 
monster and and uh, the, such a rich history. It was the fiftieth year, as you said, Scott. Marvin Musgrave went two two, and then Zach Cosman went four four, and then in the uh, the, the two fifty, it was also um, a kind of a barn burner with Dylan Ferrandis and Adam Cianciarillo and Chase Sexton. Those are top three, but Ferrandis and Cianciarillo went back and forth. So um, we saw a real good battle there. But what's what we always do every year is we see the Team USA is announced for motocross as nations. And uh, Kawasaki announced that they're not going to participate, which did not earn them any fans. You know, we would think we'd have Cian Cirillo and Tomac would be Naturals. natural fits or shoe-ins for the, for the Team USA, but they're not going to run it. So um, I don't want to call it a B team because these guys are all really solid. We have Jason Anderson on the Husky 450, Zach Osborne on the Husky 450, and then Justin Cooper on the Yamaha 250. I think if any... I, I think they have a, a, as good of a shot as any team to go there and do well. So, so you're um, saying there's some opportunity, perhaps, for some younger riders, uh, just because of the absence of Cowie. Well, I think, I mean, obviously Eli Tomac's running that number one plate, and he mm-hmm. has it for a reason. But uh, he did have an off week, so it was kind of like, huh? You know, he went seven three, I think, and finished fourth overall. So, you know, when they when they made the announcement, it was kind of like. Maybe, you know, Osborne beat him, so it's like, oh, maybe it wasn't such a bad idea. But Anderson went 5-5 this week for for fifth overall. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think – I don't want to say that that's a B team by any means, but um, Eli hasn't won it in a while either, so. And you want, you want to see the names of the sport out there, though. You do. You idea. want to see your best – you want to see that you've taken your best there. And, and you know, I hope that we have. Um, I'm a huge fan of Anderson and Osborne Cooper. We haven't talked too much on the show. I really like, you know, I, I don't know him as well, but I, as a racer, I really like him. But, you know, as far as talking to Osborne, he's one of my favorites all time because he did GNCC, you know, I love him because of that. And Anderson, I thought he was one and done to be mm. honest with you in Supercross, and he's come back and he's fast. He's solid. So, you know, uh, it's, uh, Maybe it's, we can get Coupon for next week's show. I think that'd be great. I think well, it would be, too. It'd be neat to match him up with J.D. Beach. Coming up, hour number two, guests continue to roll in. Ricky Russell, Josh Strang, a couple regulars on the program. Hour number one, Brad Germans- Germanski, Jake Johnson. And we start the program off. Jesse, are you ready? It's one of the legends. A man who can eat a peanut butter sandwich or a bologna sandwich with mustard on a hot day. I'm talking about Chris Carr. Chris, how are you, buddy? Oh, that's got to be the best introduction. <laughs> it's pretty much our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is Pit Pass. Oh, wow. Mm, and I love bologna and mustard sandwiches. I'm sorry. Well, speak for yourself. Please don't speak for me again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what he's referencing? I, I totally know. Nobody would ever know this, but when we were at, it was the Indy Mile, I think, Scott and I were there, and you're like, and you're like, you're Chris Carr, right? And you're like, hey, what's? And we're like, I'm like, nudge and Scott, that's Chris Carr. Let's go talk to that's Chris Carr. So we go over there, and you're just like mashing your white bread sandwich, whatever it was, and you're like, hey boys, (laughs) you know, and you're getting ready to go out there and and smoke everybody at the mile it was it's just i know exactly what he's talking about it's just funny i'm sorry it's pro- that was probably a peanut butter and jelly you got to have it was in intro. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with a peanut butter and jay you know yep. what i'm saying a little bit of energy for the old guy well i want to tell you if if you need an introduction as if you did uh you are a seven-time ama champ 
um, Grand National Champion. You, you developed and still control the foundation of the air fence brought over from Europe, which has saved many lives. Um, world land speed record setter at Bonneville. Remember that? That was kind uh, of a... It's been a while, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know you do a lot for kids racing. You're a, you're a frequent instructor at American Super Camp. Um, I know you're a dad, and uh, you've you're, you've turned yourself on and off to be a full-time honeydew husband right now, which I don't know if you got in trouble at home or what, but you're, she seems really happy with you when I, when I call. Um, <laughs> um, you're one of my heroes, and, and it's fun. Uh, I want to make the announcement now that Chris Carr is going to be racing in Davenport on August 30th. At uh, It's a Friday, and it's in conjunction with one of the largest vintage motorcycle swap meets in the United States, and it's at the Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds in Davenport, Iowa. And uh, Chris Carr is going to be riding an Astro, and I wouldn't bet on him to win, but I wouldn't bet against him to win because he's Chris Carr. But I think we're going to have some really good racing there. And, uh, Chris, I, I got to say, I'm really excited to have you come and race with us. It's going to be cool. I'm excited to be there. Uh, you know, one one of the things that uh, kind of keeps me going is an opportunity to go to go to tracks that I've never ridden before. I mean, I've I've raced a lot of different tracks around the country, but I haven't raced a half mile at the Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds in Davenport before. So. Uh, an opportunity to get on a, a vintage bull taco built by Chris Hawkins out of South Carolina. Uh, he, I've been riding his bikes off and on for the last oh, four or five years. To get a chance to come out there and race against a bunch of other older guys on bull taco Astros, uh, part of the the big swap meet, uh, should be uh, it's a it's a great way to start out Labor Day weekend for me. It should be a lot of fun. Is that Labor Day weekend? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go from. So what the what the plan is is, it's what we did last year. Um, we'll all we'll run the race on Friday night in Davenport, and then we will take. We'll all ride our motorcycles over to Springfield and watch the mile, and it's going to be a double header this weekend. So it'll be Saturday racing at the mile, and then Sunday racing at the mile. Isn't that right? Very cool. That is correct. Yeah, uh, their uh, Memorial Day weekend race got uh, got rained out, and uh, they postponed it to Labor Day weekend for a doubleheader. And as somebody who's uh, who's ridden the doubleheaders on Labor Day weekend before, um, the guys uh, chasing the championship are gonna are gonna be put to the test. Not only them, but the teams as well, because uh, Springfield's a pretty hard track on equipment. Sure, and uh, uh, it's you know easiest track to 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 ride. But it's the hardest race to win, and uh, um, teams are going to be put to the test, uh, kind of like what they had to go through the last uh, last uh, couple weeks here. You know, uh, coming into Peoria this coming Saturday will be their fourth race in their third time zone in 13 days, wow. or 14 days. So yeah, 13 days. That's crazy. And uh, that's not just uh, running ovals. They had the Buffalo Chip TT and the Rapid City Half Mile. They snuck out to Sacramento and uh, uh, had a makeup date for for that event that got rained out in May as well, and then uh, they're back in Peoria on Saturday. So uh, um, they're going to get a break <laughs> after this weekend for uh, catch their breath a little bit, but then they go at it pretty hot and heavy for the the next uh, five weekends. Chris, what do you think about uh, 
So you're you're gonna be racing. When was the last time you really you would call it raced, as in a checkered flag type of situation, not just go show everybody you're still the man? Uh, when was the last time you got to do that? Uh, I think it was 2016. Uh, I then rode a, a short track the night before uh, Peoria TT in Galesburg, Illinois, on bull tacos. Um, uh, and prior to that, you know, obviously I did a couple of the Clash of the Titans with uh, with Springsteen out in Sacramento. Um, but you know, racing for a checkered flag, uh, having fun at my age at 52. Uh, Bull tacos are my, the perfect speed for me <laughs> nowadays, and uh, it's it's fun to go out there with some of the old guys that, that I used to race against and some that I haven't, and uh, go around in circles, and at least on a big half mile, we won't get too dizzy. Yeah, and you guys run them pretty much flat out. I mean, are they capable of flat out all the way around, or do you have to you have to let off a bit in the uh, at entry? Well, I would say at... Uh, We'll be letting off a little bit, you know, going into the corners at uh, at, at Davenport. Uh, I've, I've looked at the track, and it's a it's one of those older style tracks, which are full half miles, unlike the stuff that's been built in the last twenty five or thirty years, where everything's uh, you know a, a quarter mile on steroids. Um, this is a true old school um, it's full nice. half mile where we're probably actually going to be going about five eighths of a mile on the racing line. So. Uh, it's uh it's gonna it's gonna be doing a lot for uh, a lot. We're gonna be uh, stretching them bull tacos uh pretty pretty tight. <laughs> We're talking Chris Carr, big time national star, and of course uh, land speed record holder. He'll be making an appearance and competing in Davenport, Iowa, on the thirtieth. So you might want to get there early to get an autograph from Chris. Uh, bring whatever you got, man, because I tell you what, dude does not shy away from fans. <laughs> I did get to see Tony. And I appreciate you showing this to me, but the poster for the event, the event poster, it has a staggered start. First of all, they put Carr at the very back, and then <laughs> and then, and then they have Carr and, and many others are in cutoff jean shorts. So uh, that to open, me that spells racing in Davenport. Uh, and uh, we're having a, for the halftime show. We're having. Uh, uh, pull start mini bike races. You have to wear an open face helmet and or. It's put on. Uh, it's organized by my buddy Black. We call him Black. He's his name's Ryan, and he's Black, and he goes by Black because I think he's our only Black friend. But um, it uh, it's we are bordering on racism here. I'm not racist at all. I'm just that's I'm speaking truth. That's what he goes by, and he's hilarious. And he's got a bunch of those pull. He starters. has twenty of those Shut pieces up. of it's, junk. It's awesome. And I fully expect like tib fib femur type situations <laughs> going on at the halftime. It's I can't wait. And no it, and suspension on any of them. I said he goes. Uh, can we promote this? I said sure, Ryan. Let's do it. And so he's like. He goes, can we call it Black's Pull Start Mini Bike Race? And I go, I don't think we can put Black on the poster. And he goes, let's just call Ryan. And I go, I'm in. So we do it. This is true, Scott. I'm, so it's hilarious, right? And he's such a good kid, you know? Uh, so, well, he's something anyway. He's, so you got him on the show next week. So anyway, he, uh, so I said, send me a picture so I can put you on a poster. He, he's, I, he didn't have one with a, pic, with a helmet on. I'm like, you got to put a helmet on. And he goes, I've never worn a helmet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
He's he's a dangerous human. He came to one of my parties and he, he grabbed skateboards that were nearly broken and and started doing amazing and he's stuff good. on a really, really really good, good skater. Yeah, really yeah. good skater. Yeah, he can skateboard. So now you're going to be able to make some adjustments, Chris, to your pull start. What will they be? <laughs> From the very beginning, what will what what will be your option plays? Can I wear a full face helmet and just lift my shield up? Yes, it's probably probably for the best. It's probably for the best. Half of those things, I do think. I'm, I would probably uh, fill the tires with as much air as I could, just to keep the rolling resistance down. Just don't strap your helmet. That's just that just doesn't seem right. You wouldn't want to, you know, you wouldn't want that thing to be to work properly if you actually hit the ground. So, and I uh, think half of those things have it like sounds to me like uh, like your friend Ryan has uh, the makings for a uh, a uh, uh, hooligans light uh, spec class that travel the circuit with uh, Roland Sands. He totally. You know what? If he and Roland got together, it would be dangerous well, they'll rub mini bike classes the next best thing and you can oh, put wow. 20 of them in a trailer yes. like all it takes is one trailer and their spec class they're all there yes it's uh, and it's like it's this weird cult thing that he started i think and maybe that's going around i don't know but he's like totally he's got all these idiots around des moines that have these pull start mini and bikes. we mean that in a loving way <laughs> yeah. and when i say idiots i just mean dumb people yeah most of us <laughs> most and- of us <laughs> Yeah, because I want to be in on it. Uh, me too. I can't believe I don't have one yet. Yep. So, yeah, it's fun. It's going to be a good time, Chris, in Davenport. I look forward to it. And, you know, like I said, uh, being able to ride, uh, you know, an iconic uh, flat track bike that many of the guys that I uh, grew up racing against at the pro level got their starts on the on the Boltaco Astros and uh, be able to go out and ride them on a half mile and, and stretch our legs a little bit should be a lot of fun. How many guys are going to be out there in that class, Tony, or Scott, whoever, Chris, I'm sorry, who might know? I'm hearing about 15 to 18. Okay. That's a and, full uh, class. Pardon me? It's a that, full class. Yeah. yeah, it's a full class. Yeah, yeah, full class. Uh, I know uh, for a fact that uh, Davey Durrell is going to be there. I'm not sure some of the other guys, but Davey Durrell won the Bull Taco Astro Invitational at the uh, at the Atlanta Short Track um, at the AFT event there back in April, and uh, he'll he'll be tough to beat. I think he's going to be really tough to beat. I think David Jarrell is a wheeler on that little bike. I think he's yeah, going to be real uh, good. You know, you put him side-by-side side, uh, with Shana Texter, and uh, um, there's not a whole lot of difference in stature. Right. That's for sure. And yeah, he's going he's gonna to be tough on a little two-stroke to go out there and chase down, but I'm going to give it my all. You better uh, – you better lay off the peanut butter and jellies between now and then, right? Got a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, uh, I, I, I put out a bunch of resumes to uh, Slim Fast, uh, <laughs> Jenny Craig, and uh, you name it for some some sponsorship for one, uh, bucks. one-off event sponsorship for this event, but it didn't quite come through. But I'm going to come in as lean as I possibly can. Well, like like <laughs> many to, former pro yeah. football players, uh, now you're being endorsed by Skechers. So you've got yeah. the the comfort. Yeah. And looking for a good dietary <laughs> regimen. <laughs> this has been an absolutely pointless interview. You bet. Um, anyway, <laughs> nailed it. Okay, uh, Chris, where can they find you online? So, uh, oh, we're, we're keeping him. We're keeping him to oh, the break. Oh, right, through both uh, Jake and uh, Brad, in case they run out of words. Awesome. 
<laughs> All right, Chris, do me a favor. Stand by. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Pit Pass, part of the Evergreen Podcast Production System. By the way, highly creative, great production value podcast. You'll find it at evergreenpodcast.com. Our producers tonight, Jack and Leanne DeLeon, Tommy Boy Halverson, and Chris Bishop, our contributors in studio, PJ Duran, Tony Wink, yours truly, Scott Casper, and of course, Eddie Kunekamp in our studios in Advance, North Carolina. Very special guest, Jesse Dust, is in the studio as well, out of the great state of Arkansas. Stand by and back more after this. It's Pit Pass. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.